0: in a world where all the movies are about superheroes. Two friends team up to talk about movies from a simpler time, a time before iPhones. They'll search for deeper meaning, mock things they don't like, and of course, there will be spoilers. Please join Terrence McHenry and Hollis Lazzarini as they get real nostalgic. Everybody. Hey there, happy Father's Day to all the great dads out there, including my own father. Thank you so much for for everything. I appreciate you.
1: Yes, we are coming to you from the weird space-time continuum where you might hear this and you're like, Father's Day? I forgot to call my dad.
0: Rest assured, people. <laughs>
1: How are you doing, Terrence?
0: I'm doing really good. Went on a nice little motorcycle ride today. Nice. Yes. How about you? How's things? Pretty good. Nice.
1: So this week, we watched Top Gun.
0: Yes. Such a good movie. Actually, really one of my favorites. I'd forgotten how good this movie was. I hadn't seen it in so long.
1: Okay. Well, uh...
0: Danger Zone. Danger Zone. (laughs)
1: So this one was directed by Tony Scott. Uh-huh. And it was written by Jim Cash and Jack Epps Jr.
0: Jack Epps Jr., alrighty.
1: It was the highest grossing film of 1986. Wow. The budget was fifteen million. It grossed 179 plus a million in the US. Okay. And worldwide it did uh three hundred and fifty-six million and change.
0: So it made a little bit of money. Huh? Just a smidge. Just a smidge. <laughs> <laughs>
1: The name of the real Top Gun Uh is the United States Navy Strike Fighter Tactics Instructor Program. Okay. Established Uh March 3rd, 1969.
0: And then the pilots like to call it Top Gun. Yes. Yes.
1: The Navy stated that the film's popularity resulted in a 500% increase And the number of recruits wanting to enter the aviation program.
0: And enlisting. Wow.
1: No shock there. That's
0: funny because that's the second movie now that we've watched where it has benefited whatever it was that they were talking about in the movie. So in Silence of the Lambs, they were looking to get more women recruits from um, Jodie Foster playing this role of Mm -hmm. an FBI agent. And now this movie, the same thing. That's yeah. crazy. Isn't that crazy? I saw this movie pretty young. It's In 86, I was 14 years old. It didn't make me want to no? jump out and join or anything <laughs> like that. No, it was cool to watch, but no thanks.
1: <clears throat> well, if you'd made it and, and, and gone to the level and gotten into Top Gun, then you would have learned that... The Real Top Gun School imposes a $5 fine to anyone in the staff that quotes this movie.
0: Wow, <laughs> <Hilarious>. that's awesome. <laughs>
1: I was like, you know, I can just see the moment where you're like, yeah, it's worth it.
0: Yeah, no doubt. I, I got five bucks in my pocket. Totally. I can do this right now. It's so appropriate.
1: And then um Anthony Edwards is the only actor who didn't vomit while in the fighter jet. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I mean- that I, I think I would have been in the majority of I people would have got sick. I think I probably
0: would have, too. Probably on a plane like that, I would have probably been in the major majority and probably puked.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: I'll, I, I believe it for sure. Yeah. But I think it would have still been awesome and I would love to do
1: it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah.
0: The opportunity to sit in that plane and go oh, yeah. with a G-force like that and really be up there and flipping around like... That would be fucking awesome.
1: I mean, this one for me, it, it made me want to do that, actually. Yeah. I, I, I remember feeling that way as a kid, not be a pilot, but uh-huh. get me up there. Yeah, for sure. It was a good time.
0: Yeah, no doubt. No doubt about it.
1: So we meet Maverick and Goose right away. I believe they're in the air.
0: Right away they are, yes, when they're, I don't I don't know what they're, I, I don't know if they're in like a training type of thing, but they're up in the air for whatever reason, and then all of a sudden there's bogeys in the air.
1: Yeah, they were sent out to check those those bogeys out and then they realize that they're MIGs that they've not seen mm-hmm. before and mm-hmm. it's kinda on. Cougar gets spooked. Yes. I believe it was Cougar and Merlin. Yes. And the other jet. And he gets spooked. Maverick's able to chase away one MIG and then they're both low on fuel. To get the order to go back to the to the carrier. Yep. And Cougar's just out in the wind He's on
0: his own mind right now. He's all all stuck in, I think, worrying about his wife and kid who he says he's never met at this point, at least, I guess, his kid. Mm -hmm. But yeah, he's kind of out of it and sweaty and takes his mask off and he's just really kind of out of control and just kind of floating through the air in this plane.
1: And I feel bad for Merlin. Yes. Can you imagine?
0: Yes, having to sit back there. And I don't think he has any type of control Mm -mm. over that plane if... Nope. Cougar, you know, was unable to do it. But yeah, I, I, I see what you said. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That's crazy.
1: Such a vulnerable position to be in.
0: <clears throat> yes. I also thought that in that plane, especially because the secondary person is a spotter, like, why wouldn't they make that chair, like, fully swivel, swivel, oh. <laughs> so that it swivels, like, 360 degrees? I yeah. think that... I mean, I'm not a fighter pilot, but damn, like you see them and they're like making look backs and trying to find where the the plane is that's coming after them. If that's that seat would swivel dude.
1: maybe it's an aerodynamics thing.
0: Yeah, maybe we don't know. Who knows? But yeah, come on. Let's get that in there now.
1: (laughs) But, you know, Maverick does the right thing against orders, brings Cougar back in, probably saves two lives in this moment. No doubt about it. And. Cougar, he gives up his wings.
0: He quits, yeah.
1: It's too much, and his crisis is Goose and Maverick's opportunity. Yeah. Immediately bumps them up, and T- they get to go to Top Gun. Yes, they do. That was one thing I loved, is that we just get there pretty damn quick. Mm-hmm. And the next thing is, you see them in their whites. Yes. Strutting into the bar.
0: Yes, yes. Trying to get out there and and, and see the ladies and meet the ladies, although Goose is a dedicated husband and father and you can truly see that in in the way he acts yeah when he's out there but he's there with his buddy and
1: and he's a great wingman he's a
0: great wingman there's no doubt about it
1: we get that feel immediately that that they're they're playful mm-hmm. they're kind of scheming
0: yeah, yeah no doubt and they
1: have this one in their back pocket because maverick looks at him and he goes you know she's lost that love and feeling
0: and goose was like no uh-uh. no no no, she hasn't.
1: He, he, she did.
0: Yeah. No, she hasn't. No. It happened. <laughs> i got
1: to do something about it.
0: And he grabs that mic. There just happened to be a mic there that could reach all the <laughs> way over to where she was sitting. And then I love how they, he goes over and he's like, excuse me, ma'am. And then the two of them are like, no, no, I got this. And then they go into this pose right. before they start, before he starts singing. And Tom Cruise has a terrible voice.
1: He he doesn't care. It was no. more of, it was the confidence. It no was doubt. the peacocking no that doubt. and just nailed it.
0: He did. And got the whole all the other airmen or whatever they were there with him to back him up in the in the whole thing and he got to sit down next to the girl and I love this scene because uh, again his level of confidence he's obviously a very young man at around what I would assume around 24 or 25 years old. Immediately talking to this girl and then they separate and then he sees her go into the bathroom and he goes in after her.
1: He's so creepy. <laughs> <I'm> sorry.
0: <laughs>
1: he looks like such a creeper.
0: <laughs>
1: and it makes it, it's one of those moments too where I'm like, did guys just do that? Like she shot me down. I don't like that. I'm just going to bust into the bathroom now.
0: <laughs> I don't know that I would have followed her necessarily into the bathroom but I think I would have maybe given it another go if I would have had the opportunity, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Just to to say, hey, at least I tried again. And if I get shot down, then yeah, I got shot down twice, crash and burn. But yeah, you know, we all know how it works out.
1: Exactly. Because spoiler his alert. Chagrin. <laughs> he's in class the next day.
0: No, but before we go that oh. far, I love how at the one point they walk out of the bathroom together and she walks by Goose and she goes... Your friend was fantastic. Oh yeah, <laughs> and Goose is like, no way, because <laughs> you know they made a twenty dollar bet. Right. And so Goose, no, no way, no way. Like I love that scene. Like it's just, it was perfect the way it just went
1: down. Like that, that. was good. Yeah. So then. So then he's in class. All of a sudden, this instructor walks up. Yep. And it's her, code yep. code name or what? It, not code name. Charlie. They're not agents. Yes, but it's like. Sign name or
0: some yeah sign name Charlie yeah something Charlie yeah
1: he's quite surprised he is almost a little butt hurt
0: uh, I don't know if he was butt hurt or if it was more embarrassment like I think he didn't realize all the I, you know I think there was a obviously as a, maybe as a pilot like that you you do have to have a serious level of confidence in oneself yeah um to be up in a thirty million dollar machine flying around, fighting, basically, in the air, shooting and deploying missiles and things like that. Like, I think that takes a level of confidence that probably overspills outside of the airplane. Um, and so I think it was more embarrassment of all the shit that he was talking when he realized or realizes who she is. And
1: Well, because the first thing he says to her when he sees her one-on-one is, why didn't you tell me? Yeah. And... You know, to me, it was kind of arrogant because it's like, well, she doesn't owe you anything. Yeah. And it's her business. And maybe you're right. Maybe he just felt embarrassed. Mm -hmm. But to me, it came off as like kind of a little more than that. Okay. But he doesn't have an option.
0: Nope. He's (laughs) He's in in the school and
1: she's the instructor. So throughout the film, every time there's a lot of banter Mm -hmm. between them. No doubt. in, In these scenarios. But she doesn't want anyone to know
0: that she has some type of feeling. Oh yeah, like him. she's
1: kind of got a little traction, a little sure. crush or something. He's so, a good-looking
0: guy. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. Oh, wait,
1: I'm sorry. He's Pete Mitchell. My bad. <laughs> Pete
0: Mitchell. <laughs>
1: so uh, I think this is when we jump right into the next, or their first training exercise. Mm-hmm. They get the lowdown. This is a full-on competition. We are in a room full of dudes that are all are number one, and so they want to be king of the hill here.
0: Yes, yes. I think... Uh, Let's back up a little bit because remember their first real interaction is when he's explaining about the invert that he does on the MIG that he came across Mm -hmm. and how before that, she says that an invert on a plane like they use is impossible. And that's when he, I think, again, kind of regains his confidence and he says, actually, you know, your your information on that's wrong. And she's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, well, I've seen. And then Goose steps in and says, we've. Right. We've seen. And he's like, well, we've seen, you know, this particular plane do four. Ge- I, I don't, I'm not quite sure exactly what he says. She's like, well, where were you at? And he was like, well, we were above it. And she's like, well, then how did you see it? And he was like, well, we were inverted. She's like, no way. And he's like, oh, yeah. And he's like, I have a great Polaroid of it. And she's like, like, what were you doing? Well, we were up there, we were communicating. Right. And she's like, communicating? He's like, yeah, you know, foreign relations, you know, giving the bird. And she's like, the bird? And Goose is like, you know, the bird. And he throws it up. And she's like, I know what it is. And he's like, I'm sorry. I I hate when it does that. (laughs) I just, I love that kind of comedy. You know, I know this movie is not meant to be a comedy, but. I love that they add that in, and it's got those little quick quips or quick little jokes that uh, that hit really well.
1: Yeah, you know according I mean? to Anthony Edwards, Goose, mm-hmm. the script was kind of a skeleton, and it allowed them. It wasn't supposed to have that humor, and okay. it allowed them to kind of throw some of that in there. Iceman, when Maverick's telling the story about the Mig, mm-hmm. and he says, "I did, I inverted." Yeah, yeah. And Val Kilmer, Iceman, he, he goes, coughs. <laughs> yeah, that was an ad lib. <laughs> okay. And so I guess those appear throughout the film. Oh, okay. Which I think it was a good addition. Yeah, yeah. Then we get them up in the air. Yes. They are now going after their instructors. Yes. And so I believe it was Jester. I don't think Viper was out there the first time. No, the first
0: time it was just Jester.
1: Maverick flies like he's by himself.
0: Yeah, by the seat of his pants.
1: And he, and his instincts, mm-hmm. which I think is actually always a good thing.
0: No doubt. He says even says it at one point in the movie. He's like, when you're up there, you don't have time to think. Right. When you think, you die. Mm-hmm. And so he's one of those pilots that just really didn't think about. He just did what the instincts or his instincts told him would be the best move. And although it wasn't always the safest move, you know, he was one of those pilots that most time it seemed to work out for him.
1: And you get Goose back there who's trying to be the voice of reason and trying Mm -hmm. to stick to protocol. But at the end of the day, he has no control. No. Maverick's really good at just tuning him out. And it was shown to us in that scene because he is supposed to do this exercise in a very specific way. Mm -hmm. And he uses his instincts and his cleverness to outsmart Jester. Yes. And he breaks breaks the rules and drops down.
0: Now... I, I think I kind of beg to differ in that. Jester went below 10,000 feet because I was behind him and he knew that I had the shot on him. We were only below 10,000 feet for so long, I took the shot because I felt like it was safe. Right. That's what he said.
1: But he's still in trouble. He, yeah, he
0: broke the rules. He broke the, rule. he broke the no rules. Doubt. But I think that Jester made a move to get away. Went down below 10,000 feet in order to not be shot by Pete Mitchell
1: yeah my take on it was that was part of what the school is is that they're the instructors so they can break the rules to make you follow them yes and so that's why i felt he got the reprimand mm-hmm. and but he's still real stoked with himself yeah no doubt he asked for a flyby mm-hmm. the tower yes he gets a no
0: yes told immediately negative ghost rider
1: we don't have time for this no of course he does it anyway
0: uh-huh.
1: dude spills coffee all over himself
0: on his clean uniform all pressed and everything
1: That's so sad.
0: (laughs) We're in the locker room after the flyby. And that's when he's told, him and Goose are told that they need to go up to the office and see the the commanding officer. And what's funny about that scene is the guy that was in
1: the, the control
0: tower is there and he's losing his shit. And the whole time, all he wants is butts yeah i want butts yeah i'm sorry i'm yelling holly (laughs) and then as he walks out of the office there's another uh like some type of officer or something like that carrying a tray of coffee and he runs into him again and he's like again i want butts Mm -hmm. you know what i mean it was it's just really funny All and
1: out of context actually still a strange thing to say yes um and there, to me, there's just so much sexual innu- innuendo. In there's this movie. a lot.
0: There's one where the guy is uh, saying something to, and it was, I, I don't know if it was Iceman, it was one of them, but they, he says something about how he's doing this and, and he's hard right now.
1: Oh, the goes
0: he, And the guy goes, don't tease me.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah, there's all kinds of like really weird innuendos that are in there that um, that they say throughout this movie.
1: So then we get back into school and into... No, no, no. We have a scene between Charlie and Maverick. He's still kind of trying to pursue her. Mm-hmm. He thinks he's failing and she walks up and she slips him a piece of paper and it says...
0: Oh, yeah, they're in class. And yeah. she's, she, says, she says something to him about uh, whatever he puts on the paper. And she says, I think that in this instance, this is what you should do. And that's when I think he says... You know, you you can't afford to have time to think when you're up there and you're in these situations. You kind of got to, he's like, you got to fly by the seat of your pants. You can't really think about it. And he's like, I would have done this hard bank. And then by doing that, I would have been able to fire on them right away. And she's like, I get that you could do that. But at the speeds that we're at, you know, that's dangerous. Mm-hmm. And that's when he's like, you got to be dangerous up there. You have to be, right. you know, kind of, again, flying by the seat of your pants because... You never know what's going to happen out there.
1: Right. And you have Iceman who's reinforcing the school's rules because he's always like the straight and narrow. Yeah. And because of that, he's excelling and and just dominating no in doubt. the school. No doubt. But Although um, he's only
0: a couple points ahead of, sure. of Maverick.
1: But I, I just mean it in the way that like he's kind of getting it in two different places. Like he's getting it while he's in class. Then he's getting or three different places reprimanded by the his superiors in the mm-hmm. military and then also from his peers For sure. who are saying like, you're reckless, you're dangerous. I don't want, we can't have that. Like yeah. you don't understand. And he's such a cowboy maverick. Like mm-hmm. he, because he's trying to prove something or no so. He's, he's trying killed,
0: to pr- he's trying to fix his name because of his father. Right. Yes,
1: And it's, it, he carries it like an anvil. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, Charlie slips him a little note, says, be dinner. at my house, dinner, yeah. something, six. And the next thing you know, The competition also in this school is never ending because now we're playing beach volleyball. Yeah, no doubt. Everybody's all greased up.
0: Mm -hmm. Shirts off.
1: Except for Goose. Yes. Such a modest man. (laughs) He's married. I know. He's a father. He can't be showboating like that. No,
0: not at all. He can't be out there peacocking when there's no chicks around, which is truly strange to me. Like, I would think that there has to be some women somewhere on this base. No. And there are no women around except for Charlie, codenamed Charlie. Yeah. Yeah. The only woman. Right. And she ain't out there watching them play volleyball.
1: No. Ball. And they're like, I don't know. It seems like maybe they're, <clears> they've at least had two games because it seems like they need a tiebreaker or something. And all yes. of a sudden Maverick's just out. He's putting on his shirt. Yep. He's grabbing his jacket.
0: Yep. He's got to go.
1: And they're pleading.
0: Please stay. Malik. One more game. We've won. Like, let's do this. Yeah.
1: We have to beat their ass on the volleyball court like, too. No, I
0: got plans. I got stuff to do.
1: But he's already screwed up. Yeah. He's already super late. He's late. late yeah. The first thing he does, he walks in her house. He's like, "So I'm gonna go take a shower." <laughs>
0: and she's like, "No, Mm-mm. you're not. You made me that. wait
1: to eat. I'm hungry. Like,
0: <laughs> like let's eat." <laughs> so cocky. I'm gonna go. Do not mind? I'm just gonna go grab a shower. I think the next time I go over a girl's house for the first time, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw that. You let her. me know how that works out. <laughs> I will be
1: fascinated to hear the report on that.
0: Hey, I'm just gonna go grab a shower real quick. <laughs> That'll be awesome it be great. It's funny. I had, um, I was thinking about it. I worked at a bar many years ago and um, I had seen this movie, but it had been a long time since I'd seen the movie and a girl walks up to me and she says the line from this movie where she says, where Meg Ryan says to Goose, take me home or lose me forever. Oh yeah. And the girl said something to the effect that I could take her home if I knew what that was and I didn't.
1: Oh, Terrence! Yeah,
0: I was. Yeah, I failed in that.
1: Moment. I'm gonna have to get you a movie quote book.
0: <laughs> well, now with the internet, like I could have googled it real fast, and uh, you know... she would
1: have seen that. <laughs> you just need to know.
0: Now I got it down, so you know. Next time I, that opportunity affords itself, you know, I'm right. golden. I'm in there, like that. There.
1: Okay. <laughs> So I mean I kind of thought that the dinner was slightly boring. I guess we get we learn a little bit more about Maverick. We Mm -hmm. we learn a little bit more about this situation. He he kind of thinks that she has information about his dad. Yeah. And no.
0: No, she she didn't really care. Like
1: she's kind of like weird. Like I would have like just dipped into your family history. Like yeah. Hold on.
0: (laughs) Slow your roll, chief. (laughs) Like, like you're
1: cute, but hold on.
0: (laughs) I'm not stalkerish yet.
1: I do have a job and a professional career, just saying. Yeah. I think that he feels pretty good about this. Their Mm -hmm. feelings deepen ever so slightly. And it's the next day, or seemingly the next day, that there's a a further kind of review of what happened up there in the air. And Charlie comes into it, backs the whole policy. She backs protocol. Mm -hmm. And she... I don't feel like she was calling him out, but I can see how his character takes it that way, and mm-hmm. and she doesn't back him. Yeah, Maverick basically throws a tantrum. Yeah, he
0: takes it. He takes it to heart. He takes it personal. Like he goes out and jumps on his bike and starts revving on her, so she can't. So to act like he can't hear her, he actually even says while he's revving the bike, <laughs> "I can't hear you," you know. And he's like, rum, 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 you know, and then takes off on her. And then she jumps in her car and in chase, which is crazy. Like, and uh, he makes a jump with his bike, which I thought was pretty cool. And I think there's that if you've noticed every movie that Tom Cruise is in, there's a motorcycle in it. Think about it. Go back in all these movies, even the Minority Reports and all those. He even had, it was like a, it seemed like more of a futuristic motorcycle, but it was a motorcycle. And I think he has a clause, and I want to look this up, where he gets to keep the motorcycles. I've heard that before. It wouldn't
1: surprise me. And this is the movie that probably sparked that passion because this is when he learned how to ride a motorcycle. Okay. He went down to the some place down there in San Diego mm-hmm. and, uh, and learned
0: that's yes probably similar to the class that i took here yes. called the uh it's the california motorcycle safety program yes yes
1: and um that bike was a ninja i think 900 mm-hmm. i read and he must have just got bit by the bug yeah um but you're right you know every movie after top gun maybe yeah. one of our listeners will tell us about Dude, it that would be awesome I would would love to know what that statistic is. Like, how many? They're like, no, Tom. There was no (laughs) motorcycle. Then he's
0: like, then no negotiations. I will not be in this movie. Is that
1: why he doesn't do period pieces? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Because
1: there's definitely not one in Interview with a Vampire. No, there's not. (laughs) Wait. Nope, there isn't. No. But they do jump ahead in time. So I was like, wait, maybe I'm wrong.
0: Maybe there is. Maybe there's a point where he's got his fucking long-ass leather coat on and he's flying by on a motorcycle.
1: So... She finally catches up with him. They have their little conversation. She figures out what his problem is. Mm -hmm. And she admits to him that the only reason that she didn't or that she can't publicly back him, basically, because she doesn't want anyone to know that she has feelings for him.
0: Yeah, that she's fallen for him. And she's like, if I would have backed you, they would have seen it right away. Yes.
1: And I get it. Mm. It makes sense. I mean, considering (laughs) her position and all. Uh Uh-huh. Um, She's based on a real person. Oh, is she? Okay. Yeah. I feel really bad. I didn't write her name down. So... It's a bad holly. I
0: know. <laughs> I'm so sorry.
1: Now it's on with yeah, them.
0: For sure. Full on. Full fledged. He's uh, in the elevator with her at one point after he's worked out again. And she makes the comment that he obviously needs a shower again. Yep. And then during their elevator ride at one point, another... Officer gets on the plane and he can obviously sense that there's some kind of chemistry between them. Because before he gets out of the elevator, he looks back and Tom Cruise is kind of facing her. He senses something, but he just jumps off. And then Tom makes his move on her in the elevator right there with her.
1: Yeah. Yeah. At some point in all of this, Goose has also gone to Maverick in kind of a heart to heart moment where he's basically telling him, I can't stop you from doing the things, but you need to remember that we are a team. Yeah,
0: and this is my life, and I have a family, and
1: and you're gonna screw this up for me.
0: He's like, "Did we? Do you have the number to that truck driving school? Because I think I might need that. You know the one we saw on TV."
1: Yeah, <laughs> and it seems like it's the only the only person who could say something to him that actually got through, mm-hmm. and it did seem like he really took that to heart. Like, yeah. I don't want to. You know, I could screw it up for myself, I don't want to do that, but if I screwed yeah. it up for Goose, yeah. it'd be even worse. Yeah, no doubt. So it really seems like he he wants to do right by him.
0: No doubt he does.
1: I think that's around about the time when Goose's family shows up.
0: hmm Meg Ryan and the kids. Yeah. <laughs> She's real country in this one. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> it's really
1: a small role for her. No doubt. And they're all adorable.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we're all getting along. Mm-hmm. And we get to meet the new girlfriend. Yeah. Everything's going pretty good.
0: Yeah, I love how at one point Meg Ryan has the new girlfriend there. And she's like, I really wish I could swear you off of Maverick. I really do. She's like, but I just love the guy. Yeah. And you're breaking hearts around the world. And she's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, Maverick's off the the game. Like, he's unavailable now. He is plumb in love with you. Yeah. And she says she sees it right away when the two of them are together for Maverick. Because all the talks before was about how Maverick didn't have a girlfriend he probably had eight right that's what meg ryan said yes
1: <laughs> <laughs> and so by the time we get to another training exercise it seems like maverick really is trying to play by the rules mm-hmm. and he needs to be Iceman's wingman yes and at this point we've got i think jester and viper out there mm-hmm. basically because of this ego battle and mm-hmm. Iceman won't give up the shot like he could easily just peel off
0: and let Maverick take the shot no doubt
1: and in a real war situation I'm thinking like now who's being foolish Mm -hmm. right because
0: Because ultimately you want to win yeah that's the ultimate goal
1: and 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 that was the the one point where it was like you know here's Mr. Studious. here's Mr. like play by the rules but like if you're you're playing by the rules to understand what you would do strategically in combat Mm -hmm. and if you're gonna let your ego get in the way because you don't want Maverick to get those two points by you kind of taking off and letting him take the shot. What does it say about you? Seriously. you know, like not a
0: team player. No. Yeah, and kind of a dick.
1: (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) So Iceman's being an ass. He won't come off it. When he finally does, it sounds like Maverick and Goose, their jet starts going crazy, and Mm -hmm. they go into a spin, and there's nothing that Maverick can do to pull them out out of the spin. Looks like both jets go out. Hmm. Looks real scary. Or maybe
0: one of them goes out and then it's out of control because one's, I don't right. know Right? Maybe why, that's what kicked in it that, into the spin. That spin, yeah. Yeah. And they have to eject. Which is horrid. Yeah.
1: Because it's when we lose Goose.
0: Yeah, Goose. So sad. Such it's a sad. good guy. Like, why him? That was why I was like, man, that's, that's messed up. I get. It. I mean, I get it. But yeah, Goose it's was such just a, a really good guy and a father and- all that and just seemed like a great dad like his kids loved him and was just funny and faithful to his wife and now she's a single mom that's got to raise these kids on her own
1: it's super sad yeah everybody
0: messes maverick up
1: he feels responsible he feels like it's his fault and even when the military basically looks into it investigates it and realizes he there was nothing that he could have done and he has no fault he just can't pull himself out of it he cannot he everything that was good and awesome. He is just willing to throw it away.
0: Yep. To um, let it go. He didn't even want to walk with the graduation. Like I don't think he did. Like I don't. I think he showed. He up didn't after walk. The no, fact. he didn't.
1: Yeah. 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 He goes, but yeah. He can't. He can't figure out what direction to go mm-hmm. without Goose. I mean, without, yeah. you know, a loss like that, of course, is gonna throw you off your game. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he he starts ignoring Charlie. Yeah. He can't even really look Goose's wife. You know, that's a that's a hard situation for him. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't hold it. She on does not, like that.
0: not at all. She said that, uh, as a matter of fact, she said that Goose would have gone and done it no matter what. Mm-hmm. No matter what the situation was, Goose would have been out there. Yeah. Whether it was with Maverick or not.
1: Right. Yeah. It almost seems like he dropped out and he's just going to take off. Mm-hmm. And he goes to see Viper. Yes. Tom Skerritt. Mm-hmm. This is has always been one of my favorite lines in a movie. They're just kind of having some chit-chat. And when the conversation turns to like become a little more serious, Tom Skerritt looks at him and he says, I'm not going to sit here and blow sunshine up your ass. Yes. <laughs> Which is just it's so great.
0: Yeah, no doubt.
1: In this conversation, they basically, he reveals to him their true story about what happened with his dad because he yes. was there. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that dad Maverick's was, dad was a hero. Yes. He... he um, he, he fought off some other guys he saved lives and then he died
0: Yep, that his plane was uh hit and he still stayed up there to help protect people and save lives and that he ended up dying from that and tom cruise's response was that that wasn't in, in any report right and i forget exactly what uh, viper says
1: he said that it was because <clears throat> apparently i think he flew into maybe enemy territory and they didn't want to acknowledge that our pilots were over there ah, okay and so they just said like oh we don't know
0: yeah he disappeared which is
1: crappy yeah no doubt. so crappy and i've heard other stories like that i know this is fiction and all but mm, well truth is stranger than fiction so no doubt. <laughs> <laughs>
0: nice.
1: but you're right he does um end up kind of pulling it together yep and he puts his
0: whites on
1: he has yeah it's it's that story that kind of makes him turn a little bit Mm -hmm. but um he also has the anxiety of like when he had tried to to be up in the air after goose died he couldn't do it he couldn't he couldn't lock on his target he
0: didn't he didn't have that confidence and he would pull off and he'd be like oh this is not a good shot i'm not gonna take it i'm gonna pull off and they're like no like get the good shot and he just yeah he didn't have that confidence still in him at that point
1: the instructors see something in him and they want to re-inspire him or get his confidence level back. But they also know you can't force it. Yep. So they kind of just let it go. But then the day of the graduation, he he shows up.
0: He's all ready to go. He and congratulates
1: his, his nemesis, yes, Iceman, yes, for the top for position. winning
0: Top Gun, yes.
1: They're all standing around looking pretty in their whites.
0: When they get deployed immediately.
1: And I actually thought that was kind of interesting. Because if they think that Maverick's not cool... And then they don't even know if he's going to show up at graduation. And then Mm -hmm. he does show up at graduation. And they're just like, Maverick, like, like all of a sudden he's just on assignment, like out the blue. And I thought that was so funny.
0: Well, he was given the option to quit or not. You know what I mean? And obviously that means that he didn't take the quit option. He did have enough points to graduate. He was told that. And he obviously didn't, you know, take that option to walk and do all that stuff. But like you said, he does show up at the end. And is ready to celebrate with his classmates.
1: But damn, then we're right back in the air,
0: right up there and in the shit, like
1: in, in the real shit, the
0: real shit. Like it's and they not... even say
1: this is not a drill. Yeah, which I thought was also strange because the first scene we see with Maverick is not a drill.
0: It's not, but it's funny that they're, they were obviously not there to fire because in that first scene, if it was really on, those dudes would have hesitated to, to deploy their, their missiles Mm -hmm. or to shoot at them. And never was there a point where they actually fired, like at points uh, at one point, Tom Cruise locks on and scares one of them off. But the other one that really messed with Cougar's head stayed and was persistent but never once fired never once and then you get to this scene where it's full-fledged they're up there killing each other yeah you know what i mean and shooting their bullets and shooting missiles and blowing planes up in the air like it's full-on war up there
1: and it's kind of a reversal because the situation in the beginning was those two MiGs came into our airspace. Yes. And then the situation at the end is that our boat has drifted, a carrier has drifted yes, into, into, their, into their space. Yes. And so we have to fight or, or keep them off to
0: protect it. The, yes, pr- to protect the said boat.
1: They're not really sure what Maverick's going to do. Mm-hmm. For a moment, seems like he's really insecure. And right. then he just clicks into a different zone. Yeah. And he just kind of
0: snaps out of it and he's Maverick again and he's making moves and pulling these crazy stunts to to go after them but he's obviously successful in what he does and again requests the flyby <laughs> right because
1: they they blew up did they blow up two migs there was I like and was, then the rest of them took off
0: i think they blew up wasn't it three did they, did they i get think three? it was three and then the other two took off
1: you want to know something interesting about what's, the missile fires what's that so the government would only let them fire two missiles okay and so they set up enough cameras with multiple povs okay so that it when they when they were firing them in the in the sequence Uh it looked like a new shot every time okay so good in fact that the military kind of had to go back and make sure that they only fired two wow
0: yeah that's crazy
1: but yeah so they're successful Mm -hmm. they get back this was actually if someone can answer this for me in the very beginning the guys on the flight deck, they're like, they're dancing around when the mm-hmm. wire would catch with the jet. For sure. They're like high-fiving and they're yeah. like really pumped, right? For sure. On this thing and I'm like, does this happen?
0: I'm sure it does. I mean, that if you think about the intensity of what's going on in that situation, like actually up there fighting in the air, like dog fighting and flying and maneuvering and doing all that stuff and so to be successful and to have those planes all come back and... I th- I I would assume that yeah I would be, I would be pumped like I would be just super excited like and if I was Maverick or Iceman and I'd taken planes out of the air and saved lives like I would be like on the deck doing my damn dance and
1: as the pilot though yeah right? as the
0: pilot but what I'm what if saying, you
1: were like the chief of the flight deck?
0: Well, think about that. That's that's a serious know. job, right? It there. is. I'm not. I'm not demeaning it. Yet. Oh, Okay, yeah, I'm like, just.
1: I just, sometimes with 80s movies, there's a, a level of, like, extra glee or, mm. like, extra something that doesn't actually happen in the real world. So I'm just curious if it's not,
0: hmm. I don't like, know, but I think I would. I think I'd be that guy. It's a whole big deal, like... The, of course, the taking off of the planes and stuff like that is, you know, you have to be well-trained obviously to fly one of those things. And, you know, there are levels of danger. I've seen those films where the pilots have miscalculated and they crash going off of the, the carrier. And so I would assume that landing is just as crazy. And they use those hooks in the back that grab the cables that stop the plane really quickly because they're typically coming in at pretty high rates of speed. Yeah. But yeah, like I think that with all that and the success and the plane of them in the air and then the success of the plane actually making it back on deck and landing, I think they probably get pretty pumped on deck, especially if they, they're victorious in the whole grand scheme of things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because they're all a part of it, no matter what.
1: Okay, somebody let me know.
0: Yeah, please. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and in that moment, Iceman and Maverick, they finally kind of bury the hatchet.
0: They do. Well, he says, you're still dangerous.
1: And he says, you- Maverick, you can be my wingman any day.
0: And Maverick's like, bullshit, you could be my wingman. That's right. <laughs> With that Tom Cruise smirk. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so he's basically reclaimed all of the good mm-hmm. that he that he could. Yeah, You know, he got it all back. But something's missing, you yeah. know, he's... Kind of just hanging out at the bar by himself or a diner. It was well, like wait, a diner. he gets
0: told that he's got his, after his performance, that he's got his choice oh, yeah. of wherever he wants to go. Mm-hmm. And they've, they've given him that. And he says, well, where are you going to go? And he's like, I've been thinking about teaching. And he goes, Top Gun? God help us. Right. But he, he realizes that I think that Maverick... I think that's a position that would be great for him Mm -hmm. because he does have a lot to teach those pilots. And when you see in the end how he was victorious and still kind of flying by the seat of his pants and what he could do, and I think that he would ultimately be able to teach those new recruits and those new students a lot.
1: Yeah. So he gets that all buttoned up, Mm -hmm. sitting at the cafe.
0: By himself. Little bar bar nursing a beer yeah nursing a beer
1: and it's charlie she saunters on back in unseen mm-hmm. she throws a quarter in the jukebox
0: puts on that love that lost that love and feeling again and he and he turns around in hopes of seeing her there, but she's sneaky.
1: And he's like, This is weird. It's what is this coincidence? How this is this, this can't be some kind on. of coincidence. And he's yeah. he's a little torn up by it, you know. Yeah. He has to walk into the other room and lean on the counter and, and
0: finish his beer.
1: Kind of just reminisce for a second and like, damn it. And if only I could sudden, get the girl. If only
0: And then all of a sudden he senses her presence. He
1: turns, around. He
0: turns around and there she is. There she is. Oh, it's a love story.
1: So it's sweet. a love
0: story going to be complicated
1: but it's fine
0: it is and it was again i forgot (laughs) how great a movie this movie was and i used to actually kind of talk garbage about it because of all the the stuff that's in it that you hear as it's going along but watching this movie again has brought me way back and I'm totally a fan of this movie, and I would suggest anybody buy it. I'm so mad at myself that it's taken me this long to actually buy this movie and have it in my collection of movies.
1: Mm-hmm. I have never had this issue with Netflix. I love you, Netflix. Mm-hmm. You're great.
0: Sponsor us.
1: But here's <laughs> what happened. Two weeks in a row is that um, The Jerk and now Top Gun weren't at the local distribution center, and so there was going to be the super long wait. Oh. And I'm like, this is crazy. I can't I can't wait around. And it occurred to me that I still had it on VHS.
0: Yes. And you sent me that text. And I was like, super impressed that you still had a VCR. Like, I was very impressed by that.
1: But I almost felt like it added something to my viewing because it was kind of fuzzy. Mm-hmm. And it kind of like, the sound wasn't all that great. Mm-hmm. But like, it just brought me back to the 80s in a different way.
0: That's awesome.
1: And um. I really, really had a good time watching it.
0: Sweet. So did I. I watched it twice.
1: Nice. Yeah. Well, what are we watching?
0: Why don't we do the, the Blues Brothers? I think it's an awesome movie. That sounds great. The cast is ridiculous. The the soundtrack is ridiculous. Uh, John Belushi kills it in this movie. Dan Aykroyd kills it in this movie. And I'm down with it. Awesome. What, what are you thinking? Said, that okay that's with that's you? great. Yeah. Okay. So Blues Brothers it is, ladies and gentlemen. If you got it, watch it get it see it love it dance to it sing with it get down with it it's so great like all right yeah
1: it's been decided it has been okay well thank you everyone
0: thanks for listening i love doing this with you hollis this
1: is great terrence it's so much fun and uh look forward to next week
0: yes ma'am let's do it
1: all right you guys all have a great night thank you bye, bye.
0: thank you again for downloading we hope you liked it Real Nostalgic is produced by Hollis Lazzarini with additional support from me, Terrence McHenry. Our logo was designed by Carissa Westfall. Please check out our website, realnostalgic.com. Like, share, subscribe, and write to us. We'd love to hear from you.